Hi, and welcome to Mindful, Beautiful, and Thriving, a podcast series by Tharaka Foundation focused on youth mental health. Before we begin today's episode, I just wanted to let you all know that all content that is found in our podcast is created for informational purposes only. This content is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, treatment, or therapy. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition, and never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard in this podcast. Thank you so much, and without further ado, let's get started. Hi, my name is Sonia, and welcome to Mindful, Beautiful, and Thriving. Our topic for today will be accepting anxiety, and WebMD introduces this topic in an exceptional way. Say your best friend tells you she's going to the airport with her dad to learn how to skydive. She's totally excited, but just thinking of skydiving causes you tremendous anxiety. Your stomach churns, your heart races, and you feel a lump in your throat when you try to swallow. You can't believe your friend is actually doing this, and you think about it all day long. When she calls that evening, she says she can't wait to skydive again. It was thrilling. While you and your friend are both thinking about skydiving, you perceive the situation in a very different way. So yes, this is a great story, but what really is anxiety? Well, it's essentially a normal reaction to stress. While this may not seem harmful, it is. Excessive worrying or ongoing fear or anxiety is harmful when it becomes so irrational that you can't focus on reality or think clearly. People with high anxiety have difficulty shaking their worries. However, today, there are different ways to accept and cope with this anxiety, which is what we will be talking about. So hi, Kayla. Before we get into our questions today, would you like to give us a quick introduction? Yeah. So my name is Kayla. I'm a senior in high school, and I was diagnosed with anxiety when I was in sixth grade. So as you know, today, we kind of just wanted to talk about anxiety and the process of accepting it and getting help and treating it, which sounds pretty simple, but is a truly difficult process. Also, anxiety attacks are different experiences in every person. So if you wouldn't mind sharing your personal experience, I'm sure that would be great for listeners to hear as well. So my first question to you is, how did you know you had anxiety? And if you don't mind sharing, what was your experience when it was at its worst? Yeah, so I was always kind of known as a tightly wound person. And this definitely started when I was in elementary school, actually. Uh, I had a lot of trouble sleeping. Like, I just couldn't sleep throughout the night unless I was so tired I had to fall asleep. And my family and I didn't really know what it was at first. We tried all these different things uh, and eventually went to a therapist to try to figure it out. Um, After talking to her for a while, I was diagnosed with general anxiety. And yeah, it was kind of hard in elementary school, I guess, because I was so unable to sleep. Like, I didn't go to sleepovers as a kid. I didn't really get to do any of those fun overnight things because sleeping throughout the night became such a worry for me because as I was trying to sleep, I got more and more anxious about trying to sleep and it just kind of became a positive feedback loop. It made it harder and harder for me to sleep. There's a lot of overthinking. Um, I would get panic attacks for a lot of things that would seem really small for other people. And this kind of resulted in my body always being tense or sore. My anxiety also causes a lot of stomach aches just stomach problems in general, which is really not good before a big test or a big soccer game coming up. So once I went to therapy, I was diagnosed with anxiety. And at its worst was definitely 
just all of the nights I'd spend up to like four in the morning, just staring at the ceiling, staring at the clock, trying to sleep. Uh, also, panic attacks can be pretty scary. One time my vision blacked out. When it came back, I was just like dripping in sweat. And it was because I like had social anxiety and answered something weird. So it's really the small things in life that get drawn to something really big in my point of view when it really isn't. Yeah, thank you for that great answer. And I totally hear you. People always think that anxiety is just kind of like worrying or a phase and it'll go away if you just leave it alone, but it's actually a completely different experience and it's really terrifying for a lot of people, especially when we don't know what's going on and why we're feeling this way. And dealing with anxiety definitely isn't as simple as just take your mind off of it. It's a lot harder and it's even harder when you're in denial of what's going on. So my next question for you is how did you come to accept that you had the anxiety? That was definitely a hard thing for me to do. Going to therapy helped a lot. My therapist helped me kind of look at it with the right mindset. I also developed a lot of good habits and coping mechanisms. So as time went on, I got better at coping mechanisms and my anxiety not went away completely, but it started to make less and less of a huge impact on my life. Um, I'm still horrible at times. Like I will still have a panic attack and like bring down my entire family with me. It's horrible. I'll just spiral down. But I also had a lot of trouble with accepting my anxiety because for a while I just kind of had to sit with the feeling that my life would be like this forever. Kind of the idea that like anxiety is something that's wrong in my head and it's going to be like that forever, which is true, but it also isn't true because once I learned I got better at coping mechanisms, the effect of anxiety got lesser. Another thought that kind of helped a lot was I learned, this is kind of a Buddhist idea of equanimity and impermanence, and basically that all thoughts are impermanent and it may seem really bad or whatever feeling or thought may be really bad in the moment, but eventually it'll pass. And that's kind of something I'll remind myself a lot, which will help me accept my anxiety. Yeah, I'm really glad you found like a little mantra or something to like really help you cope with it, because I think that's actually super powerful. And I'm glad you were able to eventually accept it, although, as you said, it was a hard task. So accepting anxiety is obviously not the cure to it. There's way more to do. And the next chronological steps would be taking a step to cope with anxiety and really ensure that you're getting the help that you deserve. So to help anyone struggling with anxiety, could you share some ways you're able to start coping with it, even though the process may not be finished? And what resources did you use to cope with it? Yeah, so I'm kind of like a STEM person, and I think of everything in very structured approaches. But one main piece of advice that I got was to really understand yourself and learn about how you might react to things in the future. So you can catch yourself being anxious before it gets really bad. So my parents helped a lot, too. It's really nice to have loved ones around me. Uh, They kind of understood me really well. So my parents could kind of tell when I was starting to get anxious almost before I could and could help bring me back to reality, which is really helpful when I'm spiraling down and there's a point where everything just seems horrible. I'm in this negative mindset. Having another person outside of you is really helpful to ground. Another thing that's important is to kind of know how anxious I am. So I learned like 
think of it as a scale of one to 10, or one being I'm a little bit anxious, five being I'm pretty anxious, eight being like, I'm so anxious, I'm gonna throw up right now. And as it gets bigger, and kind of find that level where there's a point where I'm just so anxious, I can't even do the coping mechanisms I learned. Like, I'm just frozen. And at that point, I learned to do some like heavy hitting coping mechanisms almost. So like breathing techniques work really well. Distractions, talking to someone, and especially mindfulness, which kind of ties back to breathing techniques because it almost forces your body to calm down. And if I'm at an anxiety level below eight, I can tell I'm anxious, but I feel like I can really do something. I learned, because I did cognitive behavioral therapy, and that's where I kind of learned to ask myself a series of questions that will bring me back to reality. Kind of like, okay, what's my problem? Am I overthinking this problem? What are a series of steps I can do to fix this problem? Is what I'm thinking rational? Just a bunch of questions that'll help make me realize I'm overthinking or over-exaggerating something. But that took a while. That was a hard skill for me to develop and took a lot of practice. In general though, Balance helps knowing, like with school, not to overschedule myself and give myself some time to rest. Exercise really helps. I'm a soccer player and runner, and doing physical exercise helps a lot. And just to kind of know myself and know when panic attacks may occur and help prevent that. I'm really, really glad that you were able to start this process of learning how to cope with anxiety, which can really seem to take over your life sometimes, you know? And if you could give any tips or advice to anyone struggling with anxiety right now, what would you tell them? I would tell them that I'm sorry, and I know it's a really, really hard thing to be through, especially since there's still a stigma around mental health, and it can be hard to talk about. Um, I know it can seem like anxiety can take over your life, uh, and you're stuck in it forever, but know that it's important to reach out to your friends and family to help you and that things will get better in the end. Thank you so much for that advice. And I believe that all it really takes to start coping with anxiety and making it have less and less of an impact is simply learning and opening your mind to methods that will allow you to start coping. So remember, there isn't one textbook way to cope with anxiety and there definitely isn't one textbook definition of it. Everyone deals with this differently and I promise you that you're not alone in your battle with anxiety. If you are someone struggling with anxiety right now, please reach out to someone, whether it's a friend, therapist, parent, etc. Just telling someone and opening up to them feels amazing. And remember, a mental illness such as anxiety, depression, or really anything else is no different than a physical one. You wouldn't walk around with a sprained ankle or a broken arm, and you deserve to get the help that you need, and you deserve to heal yourself. With that, I just wanted to thank Kayla, and thank you all for listening. See you next time. You are listening to Mindful, Beautiful, and Thriving, a podcast series by Tharaka Foundation. As part of our youth series, we will be releasing new episodes every weekend, so make sure to continue to check those out. We hope you enjoyed this podcast, and thank you so much for listening.